0: Welcome to the magic in Daily Endurance. I'm your host, Jesse Meister. Coming to you this season from Canada. What if you could integrate the tools necessary to raise your vibration and change your life? This show will help you overcome your challenges, step into your power, and become the true badass you're meant to be. Join me as I chat with friends of mine that have dove deep into their shadow to see the light and are now ready to share their stories. This is the magic in daily endurance. Hello world! Welcome back to another episode of the Magic in Daily Endurance. Today, I am super excited to have Melanie Wild with me on the podcast. Melanie has her Reiki. She does this amazing, amazing painting healing session And she also has a course called the ERA, which I will get her to dive more into in this interview. Melanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having
1: me. Excited to be here.
0: I love that you are taking the time and holding space to share your gifts with the world on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Me too. Especially sitting in your magical basement where all of the creativity and healing happens. Yeah. Yeah my studio.
1: I love it down here. I'm excited that summer's over which is weird because I don't spend a lot of time down here in the summer and so over winter is like my
0: my zen den. Mm. Yeah. It's a really cozy like you can feel the energy in here. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, So the first question I ask all of my guests because this is, I think it's like the juicy secret sauce that helps people in any aspect of life get in alignment within their day. So daily rituals, daily routines. What is your go-to like first thing in the morning? Uh, So my routine's switching up again because my little one just went back
1: to school and I'm super excited for her and so excited for me to be back into my alone time. I like come off as an extrovert, but I'm secretly super introverted and love to be alone. So after I wake up in the morning and I get her ready for school and then I come home from dropping her off and I sit on my front porch, although as it starts to get colder, I'll come down here into my studio and I... Write in my multiple journals. Each journal has a different thing. So I have a journal for my gratitude practice. I have a journal for my Reiki practice. So that one is like I just write out the five Reiki principles every day, which I find super beneficial that everyone should probably do because it's super fucking easy to do. And it's uh, just for today, I will let go of anger. Mm-hmm. Just for today, I will let go of worry. Just for today, I will count my many blessings. Mm -hmm. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. And just for today, I will be kind to all living things. And so when you start your day and it's only focused on just the one day, then you're leaving anxiety, which is fear of the future and depression, fear of the past behind. And you're giving yourself permission to just be in this moment. Um, And like even well before my spiritual journey like really really took off in seriousness my my motto that I've had since a kid was to be here be now
2: Mm.
1: and so that really just calls me into the present moment and like drops everything all the worry all the stress and gives me focus um so those are my two journals and then I have a third journal which is for free writing Mm. so I'll just free write whatever I'm moving through whatever I see sometimes I just draw what I see because I like to sketch um, but I just sit with myself and with God and then I'll usually do a quick little Reiki treatment on myself. Um, and sometimes the mornings are different. Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes I forget that all together and I have grace cause like we're not robots and well, it is good to show up for yourself. It's also good to show up for yourself in different ways and sometimes that means i am angry today and don't want to do any of that and so i'm going to be angry and put on angry music and have an angry dance party in my living room and like it always looks different for me but for the most part my daily rituals are consist of a lot of me time um, and honoring where i'm at when i'm there because we are fluid and we move through cycles and every cycle calls for different attention and I think it's important to honor your cycle where you're at and not be I don't I I don't I don't pride myself on like doing the exact same thing every single day um I think it's for me it's more just about being in tune Mm -hmm. with what I need in that moment so yeah sometimes it's art sometimes it's a walk sometimes it's coffee sometimes it's catching up with friends sometimes it's swimming in my backyard the pool's down now but (laughs) yeah i think daily ritual for me is to just really be with myself and my higher self and god and presence
2: Mm.
0: presence which i think is important for people to hear because then it's like it doesn't have to be the same thing every single day but there's coaches out there that like you know if that's your prerogative Mm -hmm. cool but it's not restrictive and it's not supposed to be, right? Yeah, and I think that's like where it resonates for me. I've had like
1: coaches where it's like, you got to do the exact same thing every morning and set yourself up for success and stay integrity with the self because you said you were going to do it, so show up and do it. But like right now, I just started my bleed and and I'm hurting and I don't want to get up and make myself coffee. I just want to lay in bed and sleep. And that's what my body's calling for. So maybe I won't do my rituals today. Maybe I'll just stay in bed because my ritual today is to stay in bed.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, important. Important for people to hear that too. Yeah. So I like I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. (laughs) Oh, so good. So we're gonna just jump right in to what you do, and like you have a broad. Like, range of things that you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, the way I... I feel like I found you. I found you. And when I did, it was like Reiki stuck out the most. Yeah. Which I've had a few Reiki people on here already. So, it's yeah. like... There's a theme. Like, there's breath work. And there's Reiki. And there's ice dips. And it's like... But there's so many different people...
2: Yes.
0: ...out there that will resonate with different people.
1: Totally. Which
0: is why I'm going to interview all of you. Because... <laughs> And somebody else is going to resonate. Yeah, they say it different. Yeah.
1: There's different energy behind everything, right? And you're like,
0: yeah, I want to work with Melanie. Like, that's the girl I'm going to go to. Yeah. So when did you get into Reiki? So I've always had interest in Reiki. And
1: I've always done energy work without knowing that I've done energy work. Didn't know that it was called that. But growing up, my nana, my maternal uh, grandmother she was very intuitive um, and would often do things and say things that I found really interesting and abnormal for uh, you know a little girl growing up in the suburbs uh, so she was always moving energy and talking to angels and um, she told me all about that kind of stuff And but she didn't have a name for it, it wasn't called Reiki, it was mm-hmm. just her moving energy and sending love and making things happy and talking to plants and Um, so I was always interested in it. And then when I started my spiritual journey, I did that. I was like in the closet spiritual person for the majority of my spiritual journey where, um, I read countless books and did so much meditation and nobody knew any of it. None of my friends, none of my family knew that I was meditating and reading all these astrology books and metaphysical books and quantum physics books and all sorts of things but so I knew about energy and I knew about like uh how everything exists in energy and when you have thought your thought is energy so you can move energy through thought so I would just do that on my own you know like if my cat had an eye infection I would just sit with her and close my eyes and envision her her eye being healthy again and then mm-hmm. I'd open my eyes and her eye would be healthy again and so mm-hmm. like I was always using it without knowing that's what I was doing um, and then in 2020 when the shutdowns happened I was working at the bar and it was a great opportunity because I hated working at the bar. I'm like really, really good at being a waitress. Like I'm super great at multitasking and I'm really engaging and sociable when I want to be. Um, But the more I moved in through my spiritual journey and my um, just like embeddement of self journey, not necessarily spiritual, but just accountability for myself and my own actions, (gasps) The less I resonated with alcohol and so working at the bar was really challenging for me um, because of being around people that were intoxicated and so when the shutdowns happened I was actually super excited (laughs) I was like yes I am so happy I get a break because and the government's gonna give me a bunch of money for having a break awesome so I was super excited um, and then I started questioning once it went past the two weeks, I was like, Oh, this doesn't feel right anymore. Not that I want to go back to work cause I didn't, but like I started diving into, you know, all of the rabbit holes and putting pieces together. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to go back to the bar. I'm not going to be able to go back to the bar. So I've always wanted to do Reiki and this, uh, Reiki mas- master that I met online through the holistic psychologist. We were both doing the self healer circle. I can't remember what it was called at the very beginning, but it was one of Nicole's like first ones that she did. And we needed accountability buddy. And I, I, I met my Reiki master knowing there and, um, was my accountability buddy and she was hosting online Reiki. So, and she's based out of Edmonton. And I was like, cool. This all just seems to align perfectly. Um so I took her Reiki level 1 and ov- and level 2 over the summer in 2020, 2020. Yes. And then I hired a business coach at the end of 2020 and uh was like, Hey, I'm going to dedicate my career to energy work."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And prior to that, um prior to the shutdowns and working at the bar, while I was working at the bar, I knew I didn't want to be there anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
1: started my art therapy business. Um in January, 2020, where I host, uh, in-person, uh, healing events with art focus. So we do paint pours. Um, I do just even a handful of them now. Well, (laughs) before you're Costa Rica, (laughs) journeys. Um but yeah, so I was doing that where I had a focus on meditation and uh using art therapy to move into the right brain so that we could move through obstacles and become present in the now moment. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was already doing that and I thought it was a nice blend of the spiritual aspects. Um, to merge my Reiki and my art therapy business together,
2: mm.
1: and while that's also because they're they are two different modalities for doing inner work, um, they they pair well together. So it's been a challenge for me actually to blend them together, um, but I'm getting over the last two years now. It's been starting to really become more cohesive,
0: mm. uh, and so I'm excited for where things are going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And it it's. Yeah, I still have mine, both of them. Yeah. And then, uh, like, seeing the difference between the one where it was like, this is my control, and this is what happens when I'm trying to do the situation the way I want it done. And, like, that one I don't really like. Yep. But then the one where you're like, just let it go and release all control. I'm like, this one's actually really pretty. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like seeing the comparison between the two, I'm just like, it's that reminder, like, this is what happens. And it's a piece of art that you can put up. My son actually has it right now. Beautiful. Yeah. She's like, I like this. So he puts it up. And I'm like, oh, that's my, my don't have control. (laughs) Yeah. It was really beautiful. Yeah. And like,
1: that's what the art therapy is about with the paint pouring. It's totally all about, um, letting go of control. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, it's a perfect visual representation of co-creation with God. Mm -hmm. Because like you get to control so many aspects And you have to, like God can't just create things for you out of nothing. You Mm got to help, right? And so you help pick the colors and you help mix the paint and you help pour it in a certain way that you want to pour it. Mm -hmm. But then God has to take over at some point and decide what it's going to look like in the end. And that's Mm -hmm. when you have to be like, okay, it's okay if I don't like it. Because that it's not about liking it or not liking it when mm-hmm. God is
0: making it. It's just about witnessing it and being mm-hmm. present with the creation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been a while since I've done the one. So remind me, like the first pour and the second pour, and like what. So what I is...
1: do two pours. So we when people come in for the event, it's a group event. Always a group event, though. I'm starting to adapt it to do one on ones,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: with Reiki in it. So that that's coming soon. Cool. Um but so right now it's been a group event and I like the group aspect of it because I think it's so valuable to hold space and witness
2: mm-hmm.
1: other people and to have space held mm-hmm. and witness and to be witnessed by other people, especially strangers, cuz like I said I did my most of my spiritual work for 10 years all alone in total secret. It was more of a coming out of the closet story for me uh, than being gay. <laughs> but um, anyway so we sit down when the group arrives and I lead us in meditation and uh, we do two pours So I I like doing two pours because it takes a little bit to move into the right brain. And especially if you've never done it before, there are very like left brain things to do with a paint pour where you have to measure paint properly and you have to mix it properly. And certain colors look good together if you don't understand the color wheel.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And so there's some left brain stuff that I have to move through. So the first pour when I do my events is a lot of people... Moving through the left brain to get into the right brain. Mm. And so a lot of that is moving through control issues. Um, so I find a lot of people on, on their first pour struggle because they have a lot of expectation and they feel like if they make something bad, if they make bad art, then that's a reflection of who they are, mm. right? And so they don't wanna make bad art because then they'll be a bad person,
2: right? Mm.
1: Um, and if they don't like it, then they're hard on themselves, right? So I find the the first pore can be more challenging for people to like let go. And then once they do it and they're like, oh, fuck, it didn't matter how angry or trying to control I wanted to do it, I didn't get any control. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter how much I tried to control the situation, it still was going to look what it was going to look like. It didn't matter. So by the second pore, they've realized that. And so the second pore, they really move into the right brain activate mm. the inner child who comes out to play and they're like fuck it I'm just gonna play and I'm gonna have fun and mm-hmm. whatever happens happens because I can't control it I just learned that and so the second pour usually ends up looking a lot more beautiful <laughs> than the first part. <laughs> agreed <laughs> um and and it's just because of the people's like that click moment where they realize I just need to let go I need to surrender yeah I've done my part
0: wow yeah. I love it and it's yeah it was definitely one of my favorite events for healing yeah, for sure because I was you. like oh my god and then I get this pretty piece of like painting to take yeah, home yeah and then you get two pieces of paint, <laughs> two pieces of art to take home that right. you
1: made and you can be proud of or you can hate and it can remind you of all of the times that you needed to let go of control right <laughs> I always say like you can love it for what it is or you can hate it for what it ate but it's not changing
0: yeah that's great. Yeah. That's perfect.
1: So I'm I'm going to be merging the two. I've done one session um, where I do Reiki to start um, mm-hmm. on a one-on-one, and then we move into art therapy um, after the Reiki session. Mm-hmm. And then it's more of like talking through what came up in the Reiki. Oh.
2: Um,
1: because when I do that's the thing about Reiki too, is that every practitioner is different. So like when you were saying like, I'm going to interview many people on the same thing, Mm -hmm. it's because each practitioner brings something different to the table Mm -hmm. and Reiki isn't really regulated. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of room for um, adaptations to it uh, and personal integration. So like my Reiki will look a lot different than other people's. So with my Reiki, um, I have 60 and 90 minute sessions in my 90-minute sessions, I, I guide you into the astral. I put you in a really beautiful place, and I have you explore that place. And then I go quiet for a while. And while I'm quiet, I'm moving the Reiki through your chakra system. Mm-hmm. And I start at the soul star chakra, and I move all the way down to the earth star chakra, down your spinal column. And at each chakra, I'm connecting with that energy um, center, And that energy centers consciousness, Mm -hmm. right? Not necessarily your whole consciousness, but that particular energy's consciousness. And then when I'm connecting with it and moving the Reiki through it to clear it, um, I'm also getting downloads um, while I'm speaking with that that aspect of yourself. And so while I'm getting these downloads, um, I'll usually write them down because they move through me really quickly. Uh, so I don't have a lot of memory for them. Mm -hmm. So I have to write things down. Um, and then after the session is done, I move, I tell you everything that came up. So, you know, like when I connect with your soul star chakra, I'm connecting with your Akashic records. So here at your Akashic records, I'm connecting with all of your lifetimes, Mm -hmm. you know, and like all of the, and like the, before we started recording we were talking about the pattern of like bullshit that keeps happening Mm -hmm. what is the lesson I've done this so many times before (laughs) we can't figure out the lesson so up in the soul star chakra is where we can like really figure out what the lesson is right Mm -hmm. um because you'll have gone through that lesson in other lives as well if you're still going through it today and then I'll move down through your crown and like in your crown I'm talking with your guides here um ascended beings that are with you and present with you and that show up in the room or past loved ones, um, or even sometimes living loved ones will come through Mm -hmm. with messages. Um, and then, yeah, I move down through the whole spinal column and get all these messages. And then, so I think it'll be a really beautiful, um, addition to my services to then move as when you come out of the Reiki treatment to then bring you into the art room,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, so that we can move through all of this stuff that came up because it can be quite a lot sometimes, Um, through the art and so it's really like a nice way to let your guard down
2: Mm.
1: is when you're distracted from eye contact Mm. (laughs) I find people can get overwhelmed with eye contact Um, so it's nice if we have something to do like make art and then express ourselves and move the energy through the art Mm. uh, while we talk about everything that came up in your session
0: that's incredible.
1: So yeah, that's a new um, service that I'll be offering soon.
0: How soon? Uh, soon, soon. <laughs> this month, probably. That's awesome. Yeah. I oh, I'm like listening to you. I'm like, I should really book a Reiki session with you because <laughs> I've done the paint thing, and it's like I all the things that have happened. Yeah. Like, let's go through those past lives. Yeah. It's really powerful. Energy work is like, um
1: it's a lot I find. And if you're not held in the space or someone's holding space for you, uh, it can be really overwhelming to move through energy work. Um, if you don't have someone to, to be like, it's okay that you're feeling all of this anger because the energy is moving. Mm. Right. And there's a lot of spiritual bypassing in the spiritual community where it's like, we're not allowed to feel anger. We're not allowed to feel pain. It's like, no, like I will sit with you while you cry in my studio and I, will, I won't say anything. I'll just hold space for you to cry, to move your energy. And I'll tell you, it's okay. Cry. You are safe to cry. Or if you're angry and you want to yell, you can come and yell. Or if you want to come and, like, fucking make a mess on your painting and paint with your hands and get dirty and spill paint everywhere. Like, I will hold space for that kind of exploration, too. Mm-hmm. Because... Emotions are just energy in motion, and the more we suppress that, the more it builds up and blocks our chakra systems, which then fucks up the rest, right? Because it's like they're like dips, they're like like gears, and so like if one isn't moving right, then all of them are gonna be out of whack, and then you're gonna be like, "Eh, I don't know where it started, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to stop it, I don't feel good, yeah, I feel. I feel fat and lazy and lethargic and I don't want to do anything. and I don't know why. And then you come see me <laughs> and then we'll move into your energy system. <laughs>
0: I just put my hand up because I'm like, that's kind of my life. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still putting the, the playing things in motion, but I've definitely been holding myself back recently. So, Yeah. And that's finding, and I do the meditations every morning and like, I know, I know what the tools are mm-hmm. and currently in a space where I'm like, fuck it. Like, what's the point? Yeah. And then like, you get the reminder of like, this is what snaps you the fuck out of it. Yeah. Well, give yourself permission to be in that like too, mm-hmm. right? Like. <laughs> but only
1: for so long. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, that's the thing is like, we got to allow ourselves to be we came to earth to be humans, to feel human things and humans feel depression, humans feel anxiety, humans feel anger, humans Mm -hmm. feel lethargic. Like we came here to, to feel. And Mm -hmm. so when you're like, Oh, I don't want to feel like that. It's like, well, no one wants to feel like that, but you need to feel like that. So Mm -hmm. you understand what it feels like to feel the other. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, it's okay. I feel fat and lazy today. I'm allowed to be fat and lazy. I'm human tomorrow. I will feel energetic and inspired. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to let myself feel like this today. Mm -hmm. So you can move the, so you can move the emotion. But if you don't feel it, you won't move it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. okay so we've touched on the painting a little bit on the ricky would you like to talk about the era yeah so the era
1: is my my signature program i love it um it's short it stands for it's an acronym for the energetic revival alliance so that was birthed um in 2020 Um, because I was doing a lot of in-person events and it was really challenging to do in-person events when we weren't allowed to do in-person events. (laughs) And the world was shut down. Yeah. So I wanted to find a way that I could hold space for people and not be with them physically. So I created the Energetic Revival Alliance as an online program and it was run the first three sessions as a live group Program, and I'm currently adapting it into a passive program. Pardon me. <laughs> um, Throat <I'm>, chakra
0: <laughs> activated. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm currently adapting it into a passive program. So basically, what it is is it, it's really an intense um, self healing journey through your chakra system. Mm-hmm. It's quite intense. Um, so each I move. I ha- it's a ten. 10- designed for 10 weeks but it'll be at your own pace so it's 10 modules so we start with the first module as like an opening introduction module where I explain um, about Reiki I explain about quantum physics um, and the quantum physics and of energy and what it means so that we can overlap spirituality with science and we can realize where there is truth and where there is fiction and Mm -hmm. what is real and what isn't and you don't have to see things to know that they're real, right? Like there's some cloud with all my photos and all of my data <laughs> that everyone has. And I don't see it, but I know it exists. Mm-hmm. And the internet is working on my phone and I don't see it, but I know it exists. Mm-hmm. And so we move. Th- so the first module, we talk about quantum physics and Reiki um, and what it means to astral travel and what the chakra system is and all of the like basics of energy Mm -hmm. and each module includes a two-hour uh zoom video or two-hour recorded video of me explaining the module what we're moving through um and then also a guided journey which is infused with reiki energy um to activate the chakra that we're working on so after the first intro week we go through from week by week from the soul we start at the Soul Star Chakra. No, sorry. We start at the um, Earth Star Chakra. So mm-hmm. we build a foundation from the bottom up in your chakra system. And uh, we move module through module all the way up to the Soul Star Chakra through your spinal column. And so each of those, you get the two-hour recording of what that is, like different foods to eat, colors. Mm-hmm. All about the chakra, all about what it means and signs to look out for when you're in balance, when you're out of balance, um, all sorts of stuff information wise. And then an an astral journey that I guide everyone through um, that I channel and infuse with Reiki. And then you also get a recorded activation meditation Mm. um, to activate that portal, that energy center within you. Um, and then journal prompts to follow up after you do the meditation, it's usually about 15, 20 minutes, the meditations. And I suggest that when you're working through the modules that you, um, spend at least a week on each chakra and you do the meditation every day Mm -hmm. and the journaling on that chakra every day so that you can really get to know your chakra system. Because we're all different. And while each of the chakras have a general overall encompassing meaning, we're all going to vibrate at different frequencies and things will come up in, and express themselves in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us to really learn our own self and like what we need, because we all need different things to heal ourselves. So it's it's a really intense program to really come into harmony with yourself, mm-hmm. with your energy field. And to feel like you're in a lot of power um, over who you are, and you really do get to to decide the life that you live and how you want to feel and um, and how long you want to feel certain feelings and right. It's a really empowering course, and so I'm excited to turn it into passive because once it's passive, I'm going to be focusing on teaching Reiki. Mm. Um, so, yeah,
0: that's kind of a little bit about the ERA you're kind of a badass thank you you are a badass (laughs) there is no kinda you are a badass (laughs) with all of the things that you have and everything that you're doing yeah and then you're also hosting women's retreats yes and I'm also hosting women's retreats which has been like a total
1: vision for me for many many years yeah I've been wanting to do that Mm -hmm. and now I'm doing it I'm hosting my fourth one co-hosting it um this October.
0: Yeah. Which is next month. Yeah. Crazy. It's like, oh yeah, it's <laughs> Like how oh is September <laughs> it's already? It's like a month away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
1: Yeah. Those have been really, really fucking powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. Women yeah. in community is like unreal. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's so amazing to witness groups of women come together and heal that like sisterhood wound.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and hold space for each other without judgment, without mm-hmm. like, uh, competition.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, women are so competitive. I know. And it's not, <laughs> it's, 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 not who we are. It's oh, no. not society. Feminine. Society has taught yeah. us. Yeah. It's not, it's not truly what the, what the like divine feminine nature is. Mm-hmm. There's no competition there
0: there's just nurture and love like back in community when like each woman that just had a child would like nurse the other babies right like and now in society that would be like so taboo (laughs) it's like it takes a community though
2: yeah and
0: when we work together we're so fucking powerful yeah and like can create anything like you've proven it you're doing it Mm -hmm. right So it's just, I think that's awesome. It's so, I love it. I love my, the women's retreats. I love them so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's my like, my, my grandiose, huge like vision is to
0: own a retreat center and, we all seem to have that vision. <laughs> like, there's so many of us. There's enough people in the world, right? <laughs> that, like, they'll all come and they'll all want to heal. We all <gasps> just need to heal. Like, that's what the vision is. is Seriously. Just,
1: is that, is community, is connection.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, my retreats are smaller, and I really like, like, we keep them under 10 people. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's, like, a magic number there where if you keep them small – there's more room for vulnerability
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and i think that's really important for women is to feel safe mm-hmm. in their vulnerability because oh man society right all the slut shaming all the like cat calling all the the things that make us feel oh, uh, like Best a body men. yeah yeah, not a soul
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so um it's really important that that I hold space for women to feel safe.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, for me, um, and I'm a sexual abuse survivor. And so like, for me, it's super important that I feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't feel safe in large numbers. And so my retreats are intentionally smaller Mm -hmm. And my business partner, Rebecca, like her, she's amazing. And like the, what we, what we host for these women is just truly incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They look pretty badass. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we have so many returning clients, yeah. which makes me so happy. Yeah. Cause I'm like, it's just like, it's such a it's reassurance knowing that when you have people coming back, like mm-hmm. we have women that have come to all four of them now. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's incredible.
1: And it says a lot, right? It's like, we're clearly doing something right. If they, they want to come back yeah. over and over and over again,
0: it'll change your life. It does. Like that's, what they're made for yeah
1: right (laughs) (laughs) like i it's like for me it's like it's like going to a retreat for me i'm like hosting it but it doesn't feel like work at all yeah it's just pure love and devotion and
2: oh
0: that's incredible yeah so yeah all right so that's the business side of stuff let's talk some magic magic because that's what this podcast is also all about. Yes. <laughs> so, before we hop down here, we were talking about um, this is one of my favorite questions, and the way that you described it. I was like, I really like this with that deja vu.
1: Oh, yes. Deja yeah. vu. So,
0: what is your Ricky opinion, your spiritual guided <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> interpretation of deja vu? I love deja vu. I, my whole life
1: have had like wild instances of deja vu mm-hmm. and it's always been like a point of, um, uh, exploration for me since I was a kid. Cause I've had them and I have them so frequently. So what I think deja vu is, is I think it's like an, Oh, so you live many different lives at once um, people talk about your past lives, but there's really, like, no such thing as past or future lives, there's just lives, um, Mm -hmm. because there's no such thing as time, um, time just exists on earth, like, it's not actually happening in chronological order, so, like, I didn't, like, live, like, a life from, like, 1885 to, like, 1932, and then I died, and then I was born again in 1970, in this, like, chronological order like it's just like not how it happens yeah our our souls are like infinite and so in the infinity of the cosmos of the universe we're living multiple lives at the very exact same time Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and different parallel lives and so what I think deja vu is is when the two when you're living two lives at the same time and then there's an emergence of these two lives where we're happy where we're experiencing the same thing at the same time in our two different lives that we're living. And so there's like a brief moment of connection with your self, your separated self in your other life with your current self in this life. Uh, And there's this like deep remembering because for me, when I feel deja vu, it's like a remembering. It's like, Oh, I remember. Like that's the feeling it evokes for me is remembrance. And that's exactly what's happening. It's I'm remembering this other aspect of myself who's living another life that's very similar to the life that I'm living right now on a different plane of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The universe is wild, right? It's so wild. There's so many levels. (laughs) And like, if we could just access the other 90% of our DNA, we would understand
2: How do we do that? How do we tap into it? Do we <laughs> well, have to that's to what the they CIA? call ascension. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so-called what the Mayans did. Yeah. Uh, was, was they accessed the other parts of their dormant, their junk, in quotes, DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, as you unlock it, and uh, then you access that. But that we're supposed to be here with amnesia. We're not supposed to remember. So, uh, yeah, that's what I think deja vu is. And deja vu, like, lately for me the last, I don't know, like five or six months, it's been like not seconds. It'll, I'll go like a whole hour of deja vu of this like feeling of remembrance. And like, it feels like I'm underwater Mm. and I'm, everything is moving kind of slower, Mm. but I'm like, it's really trippy. To have a déjà vu last that long,
2: yeah,
1: and you're moving through it, knowing that you're two consciousnesses at the same time, yeah. And there's like these choice points, and then all of a sudden it just melts away, and I'm like, oh, I'm back.
0: <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, Mine I'll have say that for like in like minutes. 1950, I'd be in a psychic. <laughs> it's acceptable now, <laughs> but like the ones that I've had, like it'll be like consistent within an hour, but not like a full hour. Yeah, so it's that's- wild. It's really strong though. when it happens, it's like, I've done this before. It happened last night and I was just like, this has never happened before. Like, what the fuck? Do you see the future when it happens? It feels, no, but it feels like it is the future. Yeah.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah. Because it's like, this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. When you're supposed to be doing it. These dishes. (laughs) Yeah. I was literally going to like put my feet on this salt rock thing that like it's for your feet. Yeah. And Heather like just plugged it in and her son was sitting on it. And then he's like, No, you can have it. And I was just like, What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like this is, she just bought it. So seeing it and feeling it. And I was just like, What yeah. the fuck was that? It's cool. It is cool. It creeps, like, I'm still so new to, like, I feel like I'm new to the spiritual stuff, but I know I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) Right?
1: It's just, like, it's the, like, cognition of, like, I know this, but, like, I wasn't told this. Right. So then there's this, like, deprogramming that we have to move through in those moments Mm -hmm. of where we feel dumb or inadequate of, like, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. It's just that I wasn't told. Yeah. But I deeply understand and know. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah, so you're like just connecting that mind mind brain consciousness. Yeah.
0: Good. I love the spiritual stuff. It's just like so many more things make sense now. <laughs> so much makes sense. <laughs> Which is like again, you said this in 1950, people in a world, but it's like no, this this makes sense now. Like yeah. all of it. The energies and, like, your higher self and spirit and God and the universe. And, like, you say something and boom. Yeah. It's, like, the manifestations that can happen. Yeah. And, like, having spirit speak through other people in front of you
1: and, like, saying things that you're thinking. And you're, like, whoa. That's so cool. Like, even reaching out to you to do the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I was, like, looking at your Instagram. And then I had the thought... I I think you must have posted a podcast or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I want to be on her podcast. And then you literally messaged me within like under 30 seconds. And you said, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? I was like,
0: uh. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) It was so weird.
0: And that just goes to show like how powerful
1: we are. Totally. And how connected. Yeah. To that god spirit which really is like when people say god or the universe like to me it's just the quantum field Mm -hmm. like when you look at the science of it all it's Mm -hmm. not (laughs) some man in the sky with like infinite power or some guy behind a computer with his little sims like it's legit a field of energy that vibrates in different frequencies Mm -hmm. and when you can vibrate in the frequency and control your frequency through your chakra system Mm -hmm. right you connect When your chakra system's aligned, you're aligned with the quantum field, Mm -hmm. right? It's all in resonance. And when you're aligned, you're connected. And when someone else is aligned and connected, then you're picking up on their frequencies in the field, which exists through time and space. So you're getting thoughts and memories that other people are also getting at the same time Mm -hmm. because we're so connected. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We're literally all one. Yeah. There's no
0: separation. Yeah. I learned that in Costa Rica. Like I knew it beforehand, but then when I went to Costa Rica, it was just like, you you can't deny it. Yeah, and especially the energy there. It's like we're literally as much as we want to think we're separate, and like we're you're, you and I, me. Like, no, no. <laughs> like we're the same. In the yeah. Keshe LA Alekan, it was something that I did on the women's retreat okay. I went to, and everyone went around, and it's I am you, and you are me. I don't yeah. know what language that is, mm. but like literally you're looking in the other woman's eyes and it's like, I am you. And then she says, you are me. And then you go to the next person and it was so like, I'm getting chills because it was just so beautiful. And Powerful. like, that's when it clicked like yeah. massively. And I'd also done ayahuasca the week before too. Right. And that again, so you we're open to all. Yeah. Yeah. And the shaman being like, you all think that you're separate. Like get that out of your head. <laughs> Right. Right. It's not how he said it. Yeah. He was much more diligent, (laughs) nice about it. But thinking that we are all separate is just so naive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think when you really come into the understanding that we are one, it's a lot easier to be empathetic to people that we Mm -hmm. don't understand. Mm -hmm. Because, like, for me, with people that I don't understand or don't relate to – I value their opinion and their perspective just as much as I value someone's who I do understand and relate to because I know that in the consciousness of oneness, we have to experience different perspectives to understand the truth of the whole. And so it's not like it's not a mission of like changing people's minds or agreeing, having people agree with me or other or me agreeing with other people. Because I know that there's just as much value in misunderstanding than there is in understanding.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's just a lot easier to like witness polarity, polarity when you understand that there needs to be polarity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We need to understand all perspective. Otherwise, there wouldn't be anything. Mm-hmm. There'd be nothing. Because it's yeah. what we think that we create. And so we have to like Allow for differences, otherwise, there it would be boring. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine how boring it would be? It would be so boring. <laughs> you are correct. What would we talk about? Nothing, we wouldn't talk, there would be nothing to talk about.
0: Yeah, which makes it like that whole you create your own reality, yeah, right? So, when people do come in, and it's just like, what the actual fuck. <laughs> Oh my God, it's so true. Yeah, back to those reoccurring lessons. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't need a session <laughs> <laughs> because that's when I'm done with, and I don't want to experience anymore. So yeah, it's okay. It's I created it. I don't, I don't know why in this moment, but I'm sure I will soon.
1: <laughs> I know I we all create stuff, right? Well, like even just like we were talking before um, we started recording about how, like, this ERA and how I'm t- turning into a passive course. I almost quit, almost quit everything, all yeah. of what I've made the last two years. Um, but I allowed myself to lean in and mm-hmm. to feel what it would really be like to quit and to go and work at the bar again or to go and get a 9 to 5 at a desk again. And I really, like, gave myself permission to feel those feelings mm-hmm. because I think, like when you talk about like, when does this stop? When does this cycle end? Right. Like when do we get to decide that the cycle, the, this hard fucking thing that we keep reliving in our lives that keeps happening. Like for me, it was, you know, just this being an entrepreneur is so hard, Mm -hmm. especially at the beginning. It's like trying to get, build your foundation. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of failures in this journey and, uh, you know, so many failures add up and you start to question, am i doing the right thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: right and so how do i stop this cycle of failure right or like you know what you're moving through how do i stop this cycle and i think it i think how we stop the cycles of what we're moving through is by like allowing ourselves to f- really feel the cycle
2: mm.
1: right and so like for me i like i was like you know what i'm feeling like a failure i'm feeling like i've failed because i've now done two launches of the era and no one has signed up
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and i know in my heart that this program is amazing i know that it has shifted the lives of 16 women and myself um i know that this needs to get out into the world but the world doesn't know that yet Mm -hmm. right and so what will it feel like for me to just leave it and stop because i've failed twice Mm -hmm. And so I let myself feel it, right? I was like, I'm going to feel it because if I don't feel it, I'm going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So I let myself feel like a failure. I let myself go onto the job board and look at new jobs. I let myself envision getting up in the morning and going to work in Mm -hmm. my fancy office clothes. I let myself envision putting on my bar skirt, (laughs) putting on my bar skirt and going and working the lunch shift while my kids in school, I let myself really envision it and lean into those feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I could be sure what I really wanted to do. And like, you know, and here I am on the podcast telling you that like, okay, I felt these things. I let myself feel like a failure and then I moved through it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I didn't have to actually live that journey to understand that that's not what I wanted.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just needed to entertain it, which was fine. Mm-hmm. So I entertained it. I sat with it. I let myself feel it. And I decided I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do what I'm doing. And I don't care how many times I have to fail. It will be successful. It already is successful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I'm going to keep going until the miracle shows up. Right? Like, It's just like that simple. And it's really cool to, like, because I've been moving this, to like, through this the last couple of weeks here. So it's cool that the this podcast is, like, perfectly aligned, of course. <laughs> <laughs> As they do. <laughs> Everything, right? <laughs> Spirit's always got us, letting mm-hmm. us move through our stuff and mm-hmm. come together and express it. And that's the other thing for me is, like, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to tell people that it's all light and love all the time. It's, it's just nah. not no it's like
0: how boring <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> if there wasn't all the lessons in the drama <laughs> life would be so fucking boring <laughs> <It's>
1: so boring
0: <laughs> oh my god that's I love it mm-hmm. yeah it's so true do you follow Joe Dispenza stuff at all yeah Joe's yeah. a Dr. Joe I love Dr. Joe
2: yeah
0: I listen to a lot of his meditations I started doing one in the morning because it's just, like, if you want to get out of the past, like, let's focus on, like, right now and what energy are you wanting to create and feel in the future. hmm Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you, once you put yourself in that vibration, everything shifts and moves for that goal, right? Totally. As long as nothing else fucking happens. <laughs> and even if it does, it's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> well, then it
1: just gets easier, I think. Like, the more you do it, the more... The longer you are on this path and like have that understanding of like, all right, bad shit's just gonna keep happening, but like as long as I stay in my frequency, as long as I know that like I can deal with these like hard things, then
2: mm-hmm.
1: they're not gonna stick, mm-hmm. right? Like before, like in my in my older former life, <laughs> <laughs> right, I would get stuck in like years of spiraling about in scarcity mindset mm-hmm. or like victim you know victimhood like i would just get stuck for like literal years of like Mm -hmm. my saturday night pity parties i used to call them drinking getting just by myself (laughs)
0: crying
1: listening to sad music like intentionally listening to sad music to make myself sad and that music shouldn't be out there (laughs) like (laughs) i like i would have my pity parties saturday night pity parties oh my god that's what we called them that's and now Oh, my God, never. Well, I mean, I did have some pity parties over the last week, but, like, I didn't stay in it. I, Mm. like, recognized. I was like, okay, (laughs) here I am again. (laughs) Here I am again in this cycle of feeling like a piece of shit about myself and Mm -hmm. everything that I'm doing, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, right? Mm -hmm. Here I am back here. I've been here before, and I know that I don't have to stay here. Mm -hmm. I know that I don't have to stay here. But... I'm gonna let myself be here because I'm being called to be here and so I'm just gonna be here for a minute
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: know I'm not gonna stay but I'm gonna be here I'm gonna let it happen I think that's important
2: mm-hmm.
1: like really like I feel like over the last like week of like letting myself be in that I just feel so much better allowing myself to like not just deny it
2: mm-hmm.
1: like no I feel like a failure because I fucking failed <laughs> like it's not that I didn't fail I failed. Mm -hmm. I put something out there. I had the expectation of it selling X amount of spots and it didn't. It's called a fail. (laughs) You've seen those videos on YouTube? Fails. (laughs) You know, like you try to make the cake from Martha Stewart's cookbook and like, no, you failed. (laughs) You failed. That does not look like the cake. That is not what you were trying to do. That's Mm -hmm. called failing. Mm -hmm. So I have failed and that's okay. Okay. We learn from our failures though. Yeah, right? So it's like, I just needed to let myself be that Mm -hmm. for a minute. Yeah.
0: And now you get to rise above
1: it. Yes. And now (laughs) I get to just be like, okay, I know that I'm that dedicated, that I'm willing to fail this many times because I am that dedicated. And I know with that much certainty that no matter how many times I fail, that this is worth it.
0: Yeah. Right? And that's what gets shit done. That's what gets shit done. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. We're almost at an hour. Awesome. So oh, it always goes by so fast. Yeah. I like to talk too. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted you on. All right. So to wrap up, I always have a question for my guests. Mm-hmm. And the question is if you could go back, we're going to go to 10 for you. 10. Your 10 year old self. Okay. What would you tell her?
1: mmm Oh you sweet baby
0: things are
1: going to change very soon and you are going to be very angry at your parents um, and at the people around you are not gonna be very kind to you the other children and you just need to know that you're strong enough and that <laughs> you are going to be really, really, really grateful for all of these really, really hard years ahead because they are going to shift you into the woman that you're supposed to be. You're going to be a healer. You're going to help so many people and you're going to be loved by so many people. And so if you can just stick out these next 15 years... <laughs> um, and just keep your head high and know that just because you fail doesn't mean you can't do it. So, yeah, that's,
0: I think that's what I would tell her. I felt that. <laughs> I'm like trying not to cry. Right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And that's like, this is why I asked that question because I. I believe the inner child work and healing that inner child is so, so, so important to become and step into that adult Mm. that we are here to be, right? Yeah. Because that little girl, little boy inside of us, like whoever they are, they just want to be seen, loved, and heard. Mm -hmm. And know that it's going to be okay. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And kick some ass in the process. Yeah. Yeah oh (laughs) (laughs) um so people are looking for you to come and get your amazing services though everything will be in the show notes that how do they find you uh super easy my website is
1: mwild.ca you can find me on instagram at creative healing with mwild Though I am intentionally not there as much as I have been.
0: So. Just this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll all ramp up again. But if you really want to know me, go to my
0: Instagram. You'll learn everything. I don't hold back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is how other people grow, by you sharing your amazing story. Yeah. 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 Thank you Thank so you. much for being on here. I freaking love you so much. I love you. And so grateful for your time, your energy, and mm-hmm. the space. Thank you for hosting this beautiful platform for the
1: people to connect and learn from each other yeah thank
0: you for having me thank you thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the magic in daily endurance exciting news this season I have made it possible for you to purchase your own sound sessions. Go on over to the link in my bio and you will be able to have a meditation with the Alchemy Crystal Bowls whenever, wherever, from the convenience of your own phone. The Alchemy Crystal Singing Bowls changed my life, so I wanted to make it possible for you to also change yours from wherever you are in the world. Also, if you got some time, go give this a five-star review. Until next time, ciao.